TV Talk with the Sisters. I'm Karen. And I'm Regina. And today we are here to talk about one of the things that we kind of grew up on and our, other fa- our family members have grown up on too. And it's cartoons. Yes. Or- we love cartoons. You, you, When you were small, growing up in the 70s and maybe the 80s, you got up on Saturday morning, got you some sugary cereal, whether it was, you know... Captain Crunch or Super Sugar Crisp. Oh, gross cereal. Like Super Sugar Crisp. And you was in front of the TV for the Saturday morning cartoons. It was our way of life. And even now, I still watch cartoons. Yeah, I do too. One of the um, ones that uh, Me TV has brought back the Flintstones. Oh my God. I love the Flintstones because they were so creative with all the different things they could do with stones and rocks and because they were the flint stones right right. but it was just such a cute little cartoon about fred and wilma flintstone and their neighbors barney and betty rubble it was just they were just cute and what's really funny because it was lost on us kids who grew up in the 70s was um the flintstones was a takeoff of the Honeymooners with Jackie Gleason. Now, see, I did not know that. Yeah, the Flintstones came on. It started in 1960 and ran to 1968. The um, actor starring in it was Alan Reed, who was Fred. Jean Vanderpil, who was... Uh, she was Wilma. Uh, Mel Blanc and several other actors played Barney. And... B. Benaderet played uh, Betty along with um, Jerry Johnson. And so these are the people who just, I mean, it was everything. And I mean, it's like when I was a kid in the 70s watching this, I wasn't thinking this was made a decade ago because it seemed like perfect for the time that we were in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because the Flintstones, I mean, they had dishwashers. I mean, they had conveniences we didn't have. Yeah. They had dishwashers and lawnmowers and all kinds yeah. of stuff. When you were a poor kid growing up, we didn't have all that stuff. Yeah, but it was just interesting to see how they made it. It's, it's almost like the cartoon version of Gilligan's Island. If you've ever seen Gilligan's Island where they make everything out of bamboo and coconuts because they stuck on an island. This was a prehistoric family. Yeah. yeah. And so everything was rocks and rubble and dinosaurs. And it was just so, for us as kids, it was fascinating. It was. It was far out. It was far out. I loved it. And they grew as we grew because then they had children. They had yep. Pebbles and Bam Bam. And then Pebbles and Bam Bam got married or whatever. Yep. I mean, we grew. grew with the Flintstones. Right? Although, the, like I said, the Flintstones was before us. Yeah, but I still love them. I yep. love them, love them, love them. I mean, to think that they were, this show actually premiered in the 60s. Like I said, as a kid growing up, I would think that was made just for us. Right. 
Right, right, right. Love Flintstones. Yes, we do. We love the Flintstones and how Fred and Barney were always getting into some kind of trouble. Yep. And Wilma and Betty were the smart ones, of course, in the group, having to get Fred and Barney out of whatever they've gotten into. And it was just cool. It was just really, really a cool little family-friendly cartoon. It was. And they would have, like, guest stars on there. Yes. And I can't remember their names, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was a fun show and it just was fun. I I watch it now just to see how many ways they can come up with names that have to do with rocks or stones or pebbles or whatever, because they do. Everything is going to have some kind of twist. Right. To it. And even their airplane is like some giant bird. It's a bird. bird. Yeah. Yeah. That's flying them. And it's just like, this is hilarious. It is. This is just hilarious. So I I do love the Flintstones. I still like the Flintstones. And um, another show that we want to chat about. And this show, it's like I didn't grow up on it, but my kid grew up on it. Let me tell you, I fell in love with this show. And it is VeggieTales. Oh, my Lanta. It started in about 1993, and um, the actors or the folks who also who also produced it were um, Mike Naraki, Phil Fisher, Lisa Fisher, and I mean, there's a whole host of them because they did all of these great little videos that were like about 30 minutes. And I remember buying back when they had VHS tapes. Yes, I had all these VHS tapes for my daughter because I'm going to tell you the child was mesmerized by these talking vegetables yes yes and I mean the thing because listen when her daughter watched VeggieTales everybody watched VeggieTales okay and so if you were there or if you were babysitting you watched VeggieTales so and you get into it and I ended up getting into it. I thought it was a little crazy to have a celery, a celery and a tomato and, and a, a cucumber, cucumber. I was, I was going to say pickle. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> to have them singing and maybe that was the catch to get kids in mm-hmm. because they were telling Bible stories. Yes. And the stories could even apply to adults, just the things in the way that, um, uh, is it Phil Vischer? Yes. Phil Vischer was telling the stories. And mm-hmm. I do. I like VeggieTales. I do. It took a while, though, because let me tell you. Oh, Lord, you done watched the celery scene 15 different times. You're like, okay, let's watch something else, baby. Oh, but it was good because they would do things like they would take the... Um, they would take the celery or the pickle and they would make him a Bible character. Yes. And the pickle, the pickle was the giant. Yeah. That represented Goliath. Yes. And and Junior was the little, uh, the asparagus. Yeah. Who was going against this big, it was David and the Goliath story, which was always fun. Yeah. But sometimes they, they would tell a story that had to do with Bible themes. Yeah. Like Madame Blueberry and how she was always wanting to go shop and how just gathering things didn't give her depth or didn't do anything better for her. And so it, not only did it entertain my daughter, but it helped 
make values concrete things that yes. I was trying to teach her. Yeah, it, I mean, they, they were probably like our Sesame Street. Yes. We were growing up with the Sesame Street and the yes. electric company. Yes. They have Veggie Tales, which is teaching them integrity and honesty and morals. And he's just doing it with vegetables. Right, right. And singing. And, and the singing and the fruits. And he's extremely creative because some of the stuff, I'm like, this, who thinks like this? I know, right? Right? Who thinks like this? Like, okay, this is very weird. But if you want something that your kids can watch and learn good values from, the Veggie Tales is definitely something that you want to put on. But just listen, if they get hooked on it, God bless you. You're going to be singing Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, yes. Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales. Yes, you're going to, here she is. Her daughter is 22 and she's still singing Veggie Tales. I'll tell you, because once you get it, you get it. It it's, is imprinted in your brain. It is. It got you. But that was, you know, that was some powerful animation. Yeah. That it spoke to her. It gave her ideas. It wasn't just her mom saying, this is what you need to do to be good. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to be doing. She was getting it from another direction, yeah. too. And so not only was she getting it from another but she was learning to sing it. <laughs> she was, and she would sing it. And I do remember Christmases when she had the little Bob Tomato or whatever, whoever Bob yes. was. And Larry's celery or whoever. Larry was the cucumber. Cucumber, celery, somebody. See, I don't remember all the parts. I just remember vegetables singing and dancing and whatever it is they do. So if it's something you want your kids to watch, yes. Veggie Tales are wonderful, wonderful yeah. cartoons. Right. For for kids. And it's like I said, it even applies to, to us as right. adults. Right. Because he's teaching good lessons. I don't think they were preachy. Do you think they were preachy? No, except when they were trying to be preachy. But most of the times they weren't they weren't preachy. They were funny. I mean they would always have, you know, the oddball characters like Mr. Lunt, who was a gourd who would just just always be off the or they'd have Grandpa Grape. I remember one time they did the Grapes of Wrath. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's all kinds of stuff like that. But it's fun. And you know what I'm saying? It makes an impact. Because you know when you're raising children, especially in this season of twenty twenty, you need to teach children good habits and good character uh behavior yeah. type yeah. things. You you can't trust that they'll just pick it up somewhere. Yeah. You want yeah. somebody to reinforce your 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 values. Yes, you do. And Veggie Tales is a really good little way to do that. Now it's corny. That yes. is corny. So just prepare yourself. But kids love corny stuff. So Yes. Just let them watch the Veggie Tales. Yep. And our uh the one we going <laughs> to Baby, the, the cartoons that hit around 2000, they just, they just wear me out. But you know what? They do their job. Now, what we want to talk about, the one, again, this is the other one. And it's just, this just tells you how far my daughter jumped. <laughs> Baby, her second favorite show in the world is The Proud Family. Listen. This child went from singing about David and Goliath and Jesus to uh, the Proud Family, which, let me tell you something. This little cartoon is hood. 
not. This it's is a hood little court. And that's not to say that they're not, values aren't being taught no, in the proud are, family. It's just the way they approach it is different yes. than how, say, a Veggie Tales would approach it. But watching it, it's like, okay, this, this is some neighborhood kind of funny-ish. Like, the main character is Penny Proud. Penny Proud, played by Kyla Pratt. And her best friend is... Um, <laughs> Is it no that De- Dejanay? Dejanay, Dejanay. Yes. Okay. First of all, Dejanay. Stop. Really? Stop. Okay. I know your audience. Yeah. <laughs> Best friend was Dejanay, and there was another friend who she was a friend of me. A friend of me. Yes. A friend of me was, was La Cienega. La Cienega Boulevardes. That was that child's name. Now, I don't know if you get away with that these days, but they named that baby La Cienega Be- I said Boulevardes. I thought, okay, now this is getting too hood. It was real hood. This is too hood. But you know what? It carried us, baby. That went, that was 52 episodes. 52 episodes. Proud Family started in 2001 and went to 2005. It was just, and, and it employed a lot of black actors. It did. For the voiceovers. It did. It did. Because uh, I believe Tommy Davidson was the dad. Yep. And uh, was it Paula J. Parker, the mom? I think so. And Joe Marie Payton from uh, Family Matters was the grandmother. Sugar Mama. It was Sugar Mama. Yes, they, they called their grandmama Sugar Mama. Yep. How much more hood can you get than calling your grandmama Sugar Mama? You know, some folks got sugar mamas. I know they do. Because not everybody want to be called Granny Gina. I know. I get that. But I'm just like, sugar mama? Okay. I ain't your grandmama. I'm your sugar mama. I'm your sugar mama. Really, y'all? Really? But it's funny. I think that's the thing that I, I liked about the Proud family. One, you're seeing black cartoon characters. Yes. Which, you know... Right off the top of my head, I can't think of any other black cartoons we had, right. except for Fat Albert. Right, right. You know, we had Fat Albert back yep. in the day, but then we get the Proud family, and it's like black and Hispanic kids and families. Right, right. You know, and so that I think that was really, really good, and it was just about... Penny and all the little shenanigans that they would go through. Her and her friends would get into. And so I imagine that was, you know, good for kids to see themselves or somebody that looked like them on on TV. But it was always fun. It was. It was. Because you know they was going to do the funny. The comedy always came with it. Let me tell you. Oh, man, yeah, because I think uh, your daughter still watches The Proud Family, and when she does, she laughs her head off. Yes, she do. I'm like, oh, my goodness. She laughs like I'm watching Lucy. I know, right? I mean, right. that's her. That's her groove. And and I think that's really good because we, we started with Fat Albert. Right. And they now we're here at The Proud Family and moving forward. forward. And, you know, Fat Albert, they was just a bunch of what? Teenage kids hanging yep, out. Yep, hanging out at the junkyard. Yeah, just hanging out, playing junkyard instruments, and he would always try to teach us a lesson. Yep, yep. A, a good lesson. And but Penny would always learn a lesson. She would always learn a lesson, or her or her friends. Yep. There would always be something that comes out of it. So for that, I'm I'm grateful that they, they have something because 
you know, you don't realize that there are not a lot of black cartoons out there. Right, right. And it represents, like I say, it gives you something to represent. Because I'm sure there were dozens of other cartoons, mm-hmm. but the ones that stuck with us are those, you know, things like the Fat Alberts. Yeah. And the things like the... Uh, the Flintstones. Yeah, we love the Flintstones, but I don't even think I don't even think the Flintstones had a black person on there, did they? I don't remember seeing one, no. I don't know if there was But ever. it was nineteen sixty. So it probably wasn't. Right. A black a right. black man, a family living in bedrock. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where they lived in bedrock. Right, right. So what little we got we just took. That's it. You know. And that's what we do. That's exactly what we do. We go and take some stuff and make it ours. We just, we make it. I'm telling you, it just reminds me of how exciting it was to see black people on Sesame Street. Yes. Yes. You know. I remember. It's like, oh, he looked like me. Yes. That's Gordon. That's blah, blah, blah. Or Maria, who was this, you know, Latino. Latino. And thinking, man, that looked like me. So think about all the generations of kids that grew up with cartoons that didn't look like them. Right, right. You know? But we, of course, ended up with some... I mean, we had the little rascals, but they weren't really cartoons. They weren't cartoons, and they wasn't represented for us either. <laughs> I'm going to need you to back up on the little rascals. Virginia. Now, you know, that, that may be for another day and another podcast, but the little rascals was good. The little rascals was racist and wrong. That, listen, they, that's because you're using your 2020 brain. But when you was using your little girl brain, Gina, you was laughing Gina, at the little even rascals. as a little girl, Buckwheat was racist. I didn't know but we was racist till I got gone and Eddie Murphy did him on Saturday Night Live and I say oh wait a minute <laughs> that was mad that's not appropriate <laughs> and Farina what they did to Farina oh. that was wrong and racist but you know what that's, that's, that was the representation they had on TV of children of black children little black children cause the little white kids didn't look like that well they did call a little white boy spanky now that, that ain't right Little spanky. You know what? They could have called Buckwheat Buckwheat, <laughs> but let him look like a little boy. Come on now. They could have called that boy as hell. <laughs> and little Stymie. Mm-hmm. Little Stymie was, he was okay. But Farina, yeah, they look like they tore up some sheets and plaited her hair oh. up and used the sheets as ribbons. But when you're growing up, and that's all you And got. that's all you're seeing. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Now you know that was racist. Yep. But just think there's a, a whole bunch of people that grew up thinking that was normal. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because it was what we had. Okay? That's what we had. I love watching the little rascals. I mean, now I know that was oppression. It was. <laughs> it is highest. I Diamond. know. And uh, what is it, buckweed and spanky yep. and alfalfa? And it's so funny. I didn't even know some of them black kids had. And you know, Farina was a boy, wasn't? Yeah. And they dressed him up like a girl. They just put plaited up his hair. And see, that's that's what we had to grow up with. Yep. You know, that's all that we we knew, and it wasn't until. Now, here, all these years later, that we now see color in animation and in children's shows. Because we, like I said, we had the Little Rascals, we had Fat Albert, Mm -hmm. maybe Sesame Street or Electric Company. 
Yep. But I don't remember any other cartoons or anything mm-hmm. growing up where I saw people that yep. looked like me. Now, you know, you have Disney making characters that are different colors. Yeah, and speaking of, you didn't see none of us on that Mickey Mouse Club either, did you? Oh my goodness, I love the Mickey Mouse Club. I know, but they but look like us. They made sure when none of there there was no there was no little Regina up there. There mm-hmm. was a whole bunch of and Cubby too. I'm Mary Ann. I'm Cindy. It wasn't no little black kids on Ooh. the Mickey Mouse Club. But you know what? Back then I don't know if we even cared. Yeah, I don't know if, you know what, because I don't think there was an expectation that that was something I could do. Right. So maybe that's why, because I never in a hundred years would have thought I could be on the Mickey Mouse Club. And see, that's what we got to combat. That's what we got to combat. The fact that folks ain't seen it, then they don't think they can do it or yeah. even want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I was right there with Fat Albert. <laughs> I was I was jamming with Fat Albert. Right. But I never thought I could be on the Mickey Mouse Club. Right. Because right? there was no... There was no little little black kids with them ears on, right? Rolling Talking around. M I C K E Y. Yeah, yeah. But we watched it. That's yes, what I'm saying. Did. We watched it because that's what we yeah. had to watch. It was wholesome. It was good. We watched. We gonna fight forever over little rascals because yes, I think little we rascal is just racist. Hilarious. Just racist. <laughs> It's just hilarious. They did. The Farina was wrong. Listen. We need reparations for that. <laughs> Listen. Them kids uh, needed some checks. They got some checks. Maybe not a whole lot. No, they didn't. But they got some checks. Yeah, we need reparations. But I'm telling you, it wasn't until Eddie Murphy brought him out on on that Saturday Night Live. Live. I thought, oh. Oh, I'm shot. <laughs> And he never could speak clearly. You know? And I'm sure the young man probably could. It's just they wouldn't let him do it on a set. Yeah. He had to be this type. Yep. They were going for a type, and this was the type. Yep. And that's what kept his check coming. And that's what kept whatever little check they got. That's what kept it going. But I'm just glad that now children have more to choose from. Right. And to view... And to see themselves, um, then we had. Yep. Because we didn't have a lot. The little stuff we had, we was just like, yeah, we are so glad about it. Let's yep. I'll watch this. But now we have, they have more and more um, kids and, and we're making our own content. Yes, we are. And that, that right there is the thing, is we make our own content. You get, you know. We get stuff like the Proud Family where we show a whole family. Yeah. And you know what's really cool about the Proud Family is the extension of you see the grandmother there with them. Yeah. And you see that that impact that she has on the life. And that's yeah. something about our community because that's how we communicate. Yeah. That's how we are as a community. Yeah. And that's, that is great that they, they brought a, a family in because the, the, the Proud Family... The grandmother's there in the home. A two-parent family, grandmother's in the home. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, La Cienegas family is la- Latino, but her grandfather's in the home. Yep. And she has a two-parent family. Mm-hmm. And so it's such a great image to portray and to show how it's a complete family and there's love and respect for your elders 
and you have these kids who are just being kids. Yes. Yes. You know, they're not shooting anybody or stealing or drugs or pregnant or robbing people. The daddies ain't, you know, yeah. got fired from the car wash. Good times. <laughs> or none of that. You know, it's just... And in fact, I think Pity Proud's dad has like his own business. Yeah. Proud Snacks. Yeah. So I just think that is so wonderful. I say it all the time, and you know I do, that this this generation is going to grow up so much different than we grew up because of, of what's out there now. They've seen a black president, right. Right. a black vice president. Well, the, the difference is our lives were very curated. There yeah. were certain people who picked what we could watch, yeah. what we could listen to, you know, as far as music was concerned, what we could watch on television, you know, what news we got. So our lives were very curated. So we yeah. have come a certain way yeah. versus these people. It's like, there's no limits to it because yeah. of the internet. They can listen to whatever music they want. Yeah. They can watch whatever they want because content is global. I mean, you can watch stuff from around the world now. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, they are going to be very different. They have it way better. Than I mean, that. just cutting on a TV and seeing yes, those different things and having so much to choose from, I think is going to be, Great. And I mean, and I love all the diversity. I love watching Veggie Tales and the Proud Family. Yes. You know, I love watching the Flintstones as crazy as they are sometimes. Right. and I'm going to find me some Little Rascals uh, episodes on the internet and I'm going to support them and I'm probably going to laugh out loud because it's stupid and I'm probably going to cringe too and probably have to make a donation to the NAACP or somebody after watching it. Billy <laughs> Buckwheat Thomas would not appreciate that. <laughs> Was that his real name? Yes. Billy Buckwheat? <laughs> Oh, no. No. All them other little kids was, went through hair and makeup and they say, look, we gonna put some ribbons in your hair, Billy. <laughs> I'm sure Billy, after his mama let him stop crying, say, look, I'm gonna buy you something on the way home, son. <laughs> with all the money you just made for doing that. You gonna get a check, Billy. Don't worry about it. Because it looked like they had to press his hair to put all them ribbons oh, in it. I can't even imagine what uh, people of color went through in Hollywood during those years. Yep. I just can't imagine how hard it must have been for them just to bring some type of entertainment to us. My goodness. My, my goodness. It just must have been a lot. But I'm thankful for Billy Buckwheat. I I am too. I am too. Because you know what? Without them, there would not be any us. Yeah. Yeah. They, They paved the way. And they had to do what they had to do just so... Others could come along and 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 hopefully make it better. That's right. Well, I'm all in on all of these. I Except am for them too. little rascals. Them little rascals is no. Yeah, I'm I'm all in, and I'm gonna find me some episodes of Little Rascals, and I'm gonna watch them. And I look, I'm gonna email you some episodes, make you watch Little Rascals. <laughs> Don't you forget where you came from, good. <laughs> You done got all fancy now watching all these global cartoons and you forget the little rascals. Nah, don't you walk on Billy Buckwheat's legacy. <laughs> oh, I'm all in too. Y'all, I want to thank y'all for joining us on this one. Woo! Uh, y'all come back next week. It'll be another one. It'll be another one. <laughs> Thanks everybody for watching. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye.